Okay, this is like 45 seconds. Listen to the show, you've heard the theme music before. It's nothing fucking special. It isn't. I just like to play it because it makes it easier for me to yell. Dead ass! You know? Like. <laughs> this, is, this is lovely. Alright. Cheers to you. Alright, I say dead ass. And then. Seconds and I'll pitch in, I'll hit you, hit you, and then we'll go back to four fucking seconds. It'll be fucking perfect. Hey everybody, what's going on? It's your friend and partner, Randall Crab Me Thompson, and this is the Dead Ass Butt Podcast. Uh, skibbity Bebop Boom. Uh, welcome to a, a cool hour of jazz and fun and uh, merriment. Uh, for your listening pleasure. That's right. Please listen to the podcast with your ears, not <laughs> any other <laughs> holes. Put this podcast right in your dick. That's what we that's what we want. <laughs> this is a podcast for the pussy. You know what I'm saying? Welcome to the the butthole podcast. We're gonna stab you right in the butt and it's dead ass. Uh, <laughs> our guest today is my guest. I won't even say our guest. We can both be each other's guests. We got Brad Goldby here today. Hey, Brad, what's going on? Oh, just chilling, surviving. Have you ever done an intro to the show uh, three hours into recording it? Uh, no, never before. <laughs> never before. Uh, do you have any shows you want to plug? You got any shows coming the up? Shows coming up. You can catch me in your local park. I'll be cutting the locks off and walking in with a boombox. Um, you can see me outside of a 7-Eleven. I ask for change. In between, <laughs> I ask for it. I don't demand that I have. Yeah, well, I, I mean, just time slots. You know, that's how life works. I got to keep up that comedy routine. This time slots. So from like eight a.m. to ten a.m., I'm asking for change. From ten a.m. to twelve, I'm doing comedy, and then from twelve, pretty much for the rest of the night, I Beyond. have enough money to buy like two four logos. So I'll probably be passed out in an alley. I wanna I wanna ask some questions. I have I've never done this on the show, but um, I try to at least get one formatted thing in. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So boom. Welcome to the dead ass the Brad Golby interview. That's what we're doing up right here. now. Um formerly up and coming Las Vegas comic. Now formerly. now he is uh, gamefully employed as an essential worker. Uh, so if you could write a book about anything except your own life, what would it be about? Um, oh, jeez. How about this? Don't even tell me what it's about. Don't ruin the book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what would the title be? The title? That'd yeah. That'd be even harder than just to come up what? with a concept. The title could be anything. Oh, bro. <laughs> That's probably it, just like an asterisk, oh, bro, under your breath, asterisk, and then it'd probably, the title would be, look at this shit. I like that. Yeah. You just go straight for the the anarcho-capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> you have very anarchy-inspired hair. Because it, it's long? Yes. <laughs> you, right on the nose. You got it. That's why. <laughs> People look at you and they think that you're just chaotic. Like, why would you do such a thing? Because I look shitty with short hair. 
and I have like a cowlick like on my like right oh, okay. on my forehead so my hair sticks out. I have one, yeah. I'd have to be like either like super short hair guy or hat guy. Yeah. Or long haired guy. I feel like long haired guy. Why don't you just get bigger muscles? Um, I'm working on that, you yeah. know. What what's your workout like, bro? Um Lately, how are you dealing with this? Uh, this is, uh, I'm going to ask you some quarantine questions. This segment is called um, Quarantine Age Dream. Welcome to the, the Quarantine Age Dream. You're 13 actually, years old. You're, you're an amazing stand-up comedian in America. You're a J-pop star over there. But you come here and, you know, you're a very a rugged hippie type, you know. You're a true Nevadan. What the fuck? Yeah, I look like a rural town is written all over my face with my long hair and my goddamn accent that I never noticed until you motherfuckers kept cackling in the back. I don't think you have an accent. Okay. I just think you talk funny, but I don't think you have an accent. <laughs> That's why I, I bring people on the show to berate them. Yeah, you motherfucker. <laughs> Workout plan? Are you working out or doing anything exercise wise? You know, I'm on a goal, I'm, and I don't know if it's uh, it's not a challenge. I hate you know, it's the internet. You got to specify if something's not a ch- it's not a challenge, but <laughs> I was it's a self challenge. I was like, you know what? I wonder if I could do a thousand push ups a day. And in my head, I was just like, even Jesus. out of shape, of course I could do a thousand a day. Mm. It would just be miserable, so I'd have to get better at it. So how quickly could I do a thousand push-ups? And so I've just been working towards that. Okay. And I basically said... That basically the, means oh, getting high and watching Dragon Ball Z, right? No, I have been watching... I've been avoiding Dragon Ball Z. I just finished Kill La Kill, um, which I liked. Have and you ever seen Demon Slayer? No, I just watched... I just started JoJo. I just started JoJo. Uh, uh have you ever watched this show? No, I'm it about looked, to rewatch Full Metal Alchemist. See, Full Metal Alchemist, it never struck me in the tsunami era for me, and so really? I never. Nah, it was never my thing. Like, Brotherhood's I like, good. I like a different kind of. I don't know. It never. It never captured me. I might. I might fuck with it now. It's, I lo- it's my favorite. Maybe it's not over the top enough. Yeah. It looks a little too gleeful. No. 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 I mean, uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which was made in 2008, follows the manga, like, to a T. Mm. But the original Full Metal Alchemist, made in 2003, they did what the original Naruto did before Shippuden, where it's like they hit a point where they, they caught up with the manga. Mm. So they had a decision to where they can either do what Naruto did and do 200 episodes of fillers, so that the manga can go on beyond them and they can catch up to it again. Yeah. Or they can do what Full Metal Alchemist did in 2003 and come up with their own storyline. Oh, like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They made that. Actually, yeah, pivot. that's how I explained Game of Thrones yeah. to a lot of people. I was like, it was like 2003 Full Metal Alchemist. They, they caught up to the story and just went in their own direction instead of waiting it out or anything like that. I dig it. But it's like, I really appreciated that 2003 anime. But it's like... I love Brotherhood. Brotherhood is better in a lot of ways because it was actually thought out mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot better. But it's like, I always tell people, it's like, you can fully appreciate it after you've seen the 2003. After you see in the direction they go and you can see the split 
you can see where like the exact moment where they went in different directions mm-hmm. like where the volume ended with the manga and you can see how these people tried to make this world and tried to do Do you prefer comic. anime over manga or do you think that they should be like paired together? I don't mean to give you a false dichotomy, but no, what do you Well, yeah. you know, I mean, I personally like anime over manga if I had to choose. Yeah. Just like I personally choose I like a uh, English dubbed over Japanese sub. I am getting used to the sub because it's like you gotta get over it with newer ones mm-hmm. but it's like if it comes down to su- like I, I watched Attack on Titan all in sub because I couldn't wait see Attack on Titan I uh I had a hard time getting into initially because I didn't like the animation really and then I got over that it was a little bit too smooth you know what I mean mm-hmm. honestly uh, it was a little bit too smooth for me that's how they're all getting though yeah and then I got into it and I got way into it, and it became so deeply emotional that I just mm. cut it out of my life. Uh, the idea of the sacrifice and like where that was gonna go, I didn't want to hear the rest of that story. Yeah. I don't. I the the concept blew my mind. Like yeah. I would have to come back to it. I think I'll probably ultimately end up loving Attack on Titan, but. Just it's, because it was very visceral for me. When I, when I was really getting into it, the way I would sell it to people is I would tell them it's like it captures real human terror. Yes. Like terror. 100%. Like real terror. Like people literally mentally breaking down from terror. But it's like I couldn't wait for that to be dubbed, so I watched it subbed. But it's well, like, that's why I started JoJo, and I was like, man, people keep talking about it, keep talking about it. And then so I watched the first episode, and I was like, oh, God, yes. And yeah. then and then I saw the second one and I was like, oh, it's lit. Like I was like, oh, okay. I just started it. I thought maybe you had seen it, but good. No. Then I don't have to worry about spoilers or anything like that. Jojo, no, I don't think yeah. I've seen him yet. Yeah. I mean, I'm wearing the Cowboy Bebop shirt. You ever watch that shit? I've, I used to. I think that was maybe one of my first introductions. That and like, like actually that. like Dragon Ball. Um, really? I, yeah. I always when I was a kid, I got it in Dragon Ball Z. Mm. more than Dragon Ball and then I looked into the dates and I was like that's because Dragon Ball was in its prime before I was born <laughs> right right so but I, I got in Dragon Ball Z heavy as fuck I even remember my like father fucking with me and being like you know always change the last letter it's like not Dragon Ball A Dragon Ball B or C or D it's Dragon Ball Z I'm like I'm like man fuck everybody I'm gonna go cut myself what would you do if you had to like collect the Dragon Balls, like how would you go about collecting them? I don't would you know. get a team like at like in the state you are now? Do you think that you could get people together to get and protect the Dragon Balls for a noble purpose that would save the planet? Okay, um, <laughs> that depends on. What kind of drive? Is it like... The, I knew you were going to ask Is that. it the early version Dragon Balls with one wish? Or is it the later on Dragon Balls with Dante that has multiple wishes? See, that's... Alright. How many wishes do you want? Okay, if I could get two... Build your own quest. Alright, you get two. I get okay. two? Okay. You get two? Alright, hold on. There's others. If you're going to get into the stipulations of Dragon Balls, though. Okay. Okay. Uh... 
you can't bring back anybody that died. That's you know, fine. you know what I'm saying. Like I said, uh, you know what I'm saying. Like, okay. this dragon doesn't have that power. I wouldn't <laughs> want to bring back those motherfuckers. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> like, so, I'm saying like anybody that's already died. Like, you can only come because that's the one of the Goku rules, right? They had to get around it. Yeah. But it's like fucking you. You can't bring back anybody that's already been reincarnated does that make sense that's true yeah, that's and the thing d- if they already died you only get one life right in so dragon ball z it technically the when they ask the dragon to bring back people they're like we can't bring back people who have already once been reincarnated and mm-hmm. people who have died naturally of old age exactly so they're like people who have died naturally i can't bring them back so i feel you but no fuck that if you're dead fuck you okay yeah. let me if you hear me now let's bust out a ouija board i'll put f-u-c-k-y-o-u i don't care bro fuck them <laughs> yo do you don't you think that this era would love a ouija board podcast like not even Dude, a video just the i want to play with a ouija board so bad don't do not fuck with ouija boards bro that's what i keep hearing everybody tells me that. my girlfriend who was a paranormal investigator for a minute she's don't always do like it. don't do it but i'm down i'll fuck it bro here's one here's one thing a friend reminded me of it and i will say this as the motivational part of the podcast you know because this is the official episode <laughs> right um dude one of the most important things ever is to like do not you can tempt fate but do not tempt demons bro like because that shit's all well and good while they're not real but do nah don't do that shit my chick said that because do do she that. keeps fucking she keeps saying like uh she used to do paranormal investigation mm-hmm. and she's still like you know here and there she just had some weird things with the paranormal investigation team she was in she started to talk about how it's important to go in groups because you can span things better and be safe because there's a lot of decrepit places mm-hmm. you don't want to fall by yourself no uh it also turns out that uh it's a crazy concept. The dudes who are into paranormal investigation are also really weirdly touchy. So. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. pretty shitty and sexist. So she's not with the paranormal investigation group anymore, but she yeah. still really loves that shit. And uh, that's one thing I gotta take her on is a trip somewhere haunted. But she always tells me, she's like, I wanna take you on a paranormal investigation somewhere. And I'd be like, perfect. I, the whole time I'm in it, I'm just gonna be like thinking to myself, just hardcore projecting, just possess me. Possess right. me, dude. Yeah. Make it real. I don't believe. Make it real. Possess me. Right. And it's like, she's like, you are being stupid by inviting things into your life that you don't understand. Yeah, like, dude, I understand it, and that's why I wouldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's like, why I'm like, Ouija board. Nah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. That shit is fucking, uh, that was the first cough. Fucking, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't, uh, I don't tempt that shit, but I get it. I understand it. Like, I've had my own experiences and shit, so I'm like... Really? Yeah, I mean, with just paranormal shit, not being possessed and shit like that. And me and, me and ghosts get along, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be on a different wave, though, and I think it's hard for some people to catch, you know? It's like... I don't know what else to call it besides... I don't want to call it metaphysical. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that cheapens it a little bit. Yeah. I'm definitely not going to call it f- philosophical because it's not, it's not knowledge or fucking science. It's just a, a wave. 
I want to say spirituality, but I don't want that to be loaded. Well, it's like I ran in. <sighs> you know, this was the, this is that a loaded term? Is spirituality a loaded term to use? Even though if that's the word, I'm I'm not trying to use it in a pretentious way. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I would say is like because you know it's a theory. Every yoga instructor spiritual. You know what I mean. Yeah, it's every a theory. cult leader spiritual. I always so wanted I to start that, a cult. I feel how it's tainted. I, yeah. I'm down. We can yeah. do that shit today. Oh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> now is the goddamn time, and you know it. But uh, oh man, dude! Shout out to my cult leaders, man. Uh, <laughs> holding down, ooh. holding the bunker down. Yeah. Oh man, dude! I'm sure they are out there. They they shut my venues down. You know, I feel like a KKK leader in fucking 1866. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. No, but yeah, dude. Ah, spirit. Dude haunted spiritual stuff yeah that shit's crazy man but you don't even really fuck with it or believe in it that's no. why it would just be a but because here's, here's the thing but you don't believe in it so it does it you you can be as bold as you want because you don't believe in it which i have a handful of things to I, well, I asked i like, asked first shit. of all tempting yeah. shit yeah something happened oh yeah and then after that there was another thing that happened down. when it came down to Tommy shit. And then another thing would, we'll talk about. Then after that, we're going to talk about tarot cards because that was interesting. Oh, yeah. I had a tarot card reading. Do you want, right a tar- you want a tarot reading? We could later. I'm down. Later. I got them right here. Later. Later. Yeah. I am. We'll do that shit live because I'm down. Because uh, it was an interesting tarot reading. But yeah. uh, so I was chilling with my chick and uh, it was probably around Valentine's Day or some old shit. We were. We were taking a bath or something like that. And I was just laughing about this going, I want to be possessed. I want to be, I'm down, whatever. I took her home later that night. And then I get back into my room, same area where I was saying all this shit. And I remember turning off all the lights, getting on my, getting my dog on the bed. I laid down on my bed, pulled the covers up, closed my eyes, and I saw a face. Oh, yeah. And then I opened my eyes, and it was a really weird face. Like, I could, like it's kind of burned into me. Like, I could draw it, but I couldn't explain it. It had, like, a sharp chin, frizzy hair. Couldn't see it. You saw like, a lesbian? No, a face. <laughs> you saw a lesbian face. We didn't go back to the Las Vegas lounge, all right? We didn't. <laughs> we saw... We saw... You saw a gender queer person's it, face. It was... It you was, saw a non-binary <sighs> face, and it scared you, because and, you didn't... You weren't expecting it. Another, like, weird thing about it was it's, like, it's almost like there was, like, a light behind it, but Mm. I couldn't see a light, like, almost like how, like, lights behind people, like, like, shadow the face. Yeah. And it's, like, I closed my eyes, and I saw this face, and then I opened my eyes and was, like, hmm. I closed my eyes again, couldn't see nothing. Mm. And then I was just, like, what the fuck? It normally happens when you close your eyes. Yeah, I was, like, what the fuck? And then uh, I remember laughing about it and talking more shit about it, and then the next night I woke up uh, with a scratch on my chest. <laughs> and I was like I, I went to my girlfriend she was a paranormal investigator and I was just like this, this I was I just was just like ah funny thing is I got the scratch down and she's like let me see it and I showed it to her and she ran her fingers over it and she's like the funny thing you always notice about uh, regular scratches and paranormal scratches is a regular scratch will come at you and scratch and break the surface of your skin mm. if you touch it you can feel the scabbing you can feel the ripped skin you yeah. can see it okay, I get it. and yeah. she said with a paranormal scratch it's almost like it's right under the surface you don't feel oh, it you just that. feel red bumps and she's and she's feeling it and she's like I don't feel any ripped skin and she's like here's some 
here's some sage, here's some palo santo. (laughs) She's like, go burn this in your room and stop being a fucking idiot. And I was like, okay, fine. (laughs) Well, yeah, you have to understand, you know, that type of stuff. I mean, like... She's like, you're welcoming things in your life, you're becoming the lighthouse for things that are searching for things. Yeah, but yeah, so like, you don't want to do that. You know, I've talked to you about this before, I'm pretty sure. Because I was rather vocal about it. I don't know if I've ever talked about it on the show, but, like, dude, I had, like, a good four or six weeks, you know, of just having somebody else's dreams. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? And that's not one of the only weird things that have happened, but I was like, man, this is, like, very, very strange. And then I ended up, like, figuring out, like, what it was. And I was like, yo, do you know a person that is, like, this, 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 and this? And they're from this place and all this other shit and it's like yeah it's just like you just have to be like yo like okay well that person cares about you they I don't know they want I don't know if they want something from you or whatever it is hey that I mean that person still exists I've done that to people on multiple occasions well I'll just see somebody and like they'll just have such a weird vibe and they won't. It won't be anything necessarily in their body language. But I just feel compelled, whether they need like a a motivational thing or like a word of prayer. Or sometimes I just be moved to like tell somebody something specific. I never really remember that much, but people will always be like, "Yo, how did you know that?" And I'm like, "I don't really fucking know. You know, I don't. Yeah. Just sometimes that shit just happens. I've heard of that. I've heard of people having a lot of weird dream things before. Mm-hmm. Like, my girl's told me before, she's like, she has, like, premonitions in her dreams. Like, she see, like she'll have a dream about something that seems like a very real situation, mm-hmm. and then wake up and be like, that didn't make any sense, that was weird. And then live her life, and then, like, later down the road in life, that situation will happen, and she'll have deja vu. Like, I mm-hmm. fucking had a dream about this moment. Hmm. And it's just like, hmm. That's crazy. She's told me with like every dude she's been with while with that person, she's had a dream about being with the next dude. And she's always woken up like, what the fuck? Who is that person? I seem so comfortable or yada, yada, yada. And then it'll happen. And then she's like, whoa. And it's like, I don't know, man. I've heard a lot of things about dreams. Some people take take them oh, seriously. Oh, lucid, lucid dreaming and astral projection is like, that's like my specialty. Tarot cards is something that I kind of do because I think it's funny. I had a tarot reading. It was gnarly. What do you mean? I mean, do you want to talk about it? Well, it's like, okay. Like, what was not... Because, like, all right, it was... All right, was it true? Was it something that really happened? Or yeah, the it way that me. it came through? Okay, yeah. It hit me. That's why I was like, whoa. Because it's like, uh, I got a tarot reading, and uh, I got it from my chick. She had, a, she had a tarot deck. And she's like, all right, I do tarot readings a little different. I'll explain how she did it. Maybe you can even talk about how you okay. do it differently. Yeah. She's even said everybody does it differently. Yeah, and uh, she said, all right, she's like, I want you to take the deck and shuffle it however you want mm-hmm. for as long as you want. That's, that's how I normally she's start. She's like, but I, what, what I want you to do is I want you to mentally think and talk to the deck. I want you to ask it something. Mm-hmm. Be pretty specific. Talk what do you want to know from the deck? And just, Absolutely. And just talk to it the whole time while you're shuffling it. Just what do you want? What do you want from it? And then she said, and when it's time, when you think you're ready and you're done talking to the deck, I want you to mentally count down from whatever number while okay. continuing to shuffle the deck. 
She said, this is when you're telling the deck that you're when you're going to end, and it will put the cards that you need to be told in the right place. That's one way to interpret it. I've never heard that semantic, but the method, yeah, that is pretty much it. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like you're telling the deck when you're going to stop. So oh, like, yeah. You have a closer. Like, for me, like, I'll do, like, whatever. Because I might want to count the cards. I might want to do whatever. But I'll be thinking about whatever going through it. I mean, that's pretty spot on. And then, for me, the way I count down, I, I do, I count down from nine. So I just shuffle three times, turn it once. Shuffle three times, turn it once. Shuffle one more time, turn it. And then deal out however many. It was it was interesting and 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 uh, so I did I did this thing I was I was asking the deck what I wanted to know while shuffling the deck and then I decided to count down from ten. Mm. So while continuing to shuffle the deck, I just counted down mentally from ten, and when it was time, I was like one and I split the deck in half and I set it down. Oh, but while I was uh while I was shuffling, right, um, I had a jump card. Oh, nice. Okay. And it was the fool. Tight. That's as, dope as, that's as dope as it gets. So it's like... That's just a bonus card, though. Yeah, right. And I it, mean, you know what number card the fool is? Yeah, I think. What number? I can't remember. Zero. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. It has no number. Oh, shit. Yeah, I think it was the fool right side up. And uh, I was shuffling, and it jumped out. It jumped in. She was like... And I was like, oh, I'm going to put that back. She's like, no, that's a jump card. And I was like, what? And she's like, the deck is... You're shuffling and it just threw something at you. So yeah. we're going to read what that means. And she said... Oh, yeah, and she's should. like... She's like... Uh, she likes to think of a number, whatever number she feels is coming to her. Mm. And she's like... Um, she's like, the number that's coming to me while I'm sitting with you is uh, four. Does that number have any meaning to you or anything like that? I'm like, no, not at all. And she's like, all right. So she she pulled out four cards, bang, 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 bang. And then she's like, I always like to do even numbers, though. So if you have a jump card, I pulled four. Let's go to six. Oh, six, I like that. She's like, does six have any meaning to you? You go from, like, a karmic circle to more like a more Buddhist element of it. Yeah, and, shapely. Yeah, I see it. and she's like, she's like, six, does that have any meaning to you? I was like, actually, that is my favorite number. Nice. Like that, out of, she's like, good, because I told you, you not to tell You have a favorite number? Six, yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was like, that's interesting, because, yeah, my favorite number is six. She's like, good, because she's like, remember I told you later? She did tell me at some point mm -hmm. in time. She's like, don't tell me your favorite number if I ever do a tarot reading, because that'll fuck it up. She's like, she's like, oh, so that is your favorite. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, cool. And then we pulled it, and it pretty much just spoke straight to me. It answered every question, like, straight to my face. <laughs> so you want a tarot reading? I'm down to do it. You want a second day. opinion? We can do it. Yeah, that's totally fine with me. All right. Hell yeah. You want to do that right now? Yeah, let's do it. Like, like dead ass. Dead ass. Fuck yeah, bro.